Hello. Welcome. <laughs> that trademark? It's uh, Two Dads in a Bottle again. We're back. We switched up on you guys this time, though. We're not yeah. drinking whiskey. Yeah. Just not because we don't have any more, but because uh, we didn't a, get the chaser correct. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not going to go with that. We're going to go with it's, it's, a, it's a late birthday special for our co-host over here. He just turned the big 2-7. Halfway on his journey to 30. Oh my god. The 30-30. So. That's such a weird. Like. We've we've gone on and celebrated 30-30s. But we'd always be like. Like I would never. I never thought about it. Like I'm going to be there one day. (laughs) I always always thought like I still have time. (laughs) But after this birthday. I'm like I don't have much time left. I'm almost there. (laughs) Yep. What do you celebrate after your 30-30? Nothing. Like what? There's no fancy ass name for any other number in your birthday. Yes, there is. What? You got the 32. That's the Shaq birthday. You got mm-hmm. 33. That's the Larry Bird birthday. Yeah, but that's not. 34 is Shaquille O'Neal with the Lakers birthday. It's not like 30-30 though. It, it, it rhymes. What's a rhymes? rhyme? A rhyming birthday. Again. What rhymes with 40? The blurry 40. No, I see no. that. That doesn't roll off the tongue. I don't know. For all you people out there, what what did what did you guys name? Your birthday's after 30. Yeah. Because that's a good question, actually. 30, 30 is it, man. Is, uh, it's but it's, it, it feels equivalent to like when you're a, a teenager. It's the edge of the world after that for all you flat world believers. It, but it feels the same as like when you're a teenager, <laughs> though. Because when you're a teenager, so 30 is the equivalent to 21, right? Like you turn 21. Yeah, after you turn 25, 30 is the next thing. Right. But that's what I mean, though. Like, so you, you turn 21... And it's like, you know, like, I, I can go out now, I can drink now, I can do everything that adults are supposed to be able to do now. And then nothing happens until you're 30. Then you're like, oh my God, I'm 30. And I feel like nothing happens again until you're like 40. You no, know what I mean? I'm sure stuff happens in between. That'd be like 32, 36. Those all sound like ages that I'd be excited for. Not just Why? because they're even, but primarily because they're even. Why? 32, 36? I don't know. Sounds good. I don't know, man. I'm just thinking now. It's like, I don't know. 32, you just passed 30. You know, you're a little bit more mature. Are you, though? 36, you're still young enough that you're not 40. <laughs> but you're almost there. So there's like another level of maturity. So what, what happens once you hit 40? <laughs> you're not 50 yet. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? every new decade, you're like, at least I'm not that decade yet? Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> That's what I'm realizing at 21. I was like, well, I'm 21. This is uh, where life begins. 25, I'm like, well, at least I'm not 30. You know what I got excited about at 25? 25, I woke up and I was like, I can rent a car. No, 26. You got to be 26 to rent a car. No, it was 25 no, when we first. 26. It was 25. But it was 25. Because I remember when we went to California and they rented us that car. And I've, I've always looked older for my age. They were trying to put me on the on the rental. We were what seventeen. Yeah. We were stupid young. Yeah. And they were like, "How old is he?" And then they told him, "They're like, no, he has to be twenty five to be able to be put on the thing." I think it's twenty. Is it twenty five or twenty six? I don't know. It but... could be twenty six now because they keep upping the age ages for things. But one know. of the, one of those two, it's like you you hit that age and you're like, I can rent a car now. That's like the. It last... doesn't matter. We've already passed both of those ages. I'm aware of that. I'm just saying that's like the last. <laughs> we're major neither twenty five nor twenty six. The next major milestone is when you're sixty five. You can retire. <laughs> like there's or you nothing get the IHOP good. discount. At fifty. Five. At fifty. Fifty five. Is that fifty? Fifty five. 
no. My mom gets it. She's 58. Okay. So at 55, she started using her senior discount. Because some places offer it at 55. She gets is that, excited. Is that a good discount? 10%. Mm, so. Could be better. It can always be better. It's not bad. Unless they do like the senior nights. Where like you eat like half off. When is that? Usually Wednesdays. I'm, I'm very pleased that you know all this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come to you, bro. <laughs> at 27, you know all the senior discounts. It's because of my mom. Because she goes out and she's like looking for deals all the time. So I'm like helping her research and I'm like, well, on this night they have this. On this night you can do that. I don't I don't feel like any Spanish restaurant does anything like that. No. I don't know any Spanish restaurant no. that would give you a deal like that. The only deal they'll give you is like the one over here where you get like Tuesdays and Thursdays. You get like dollar pupusas. Hmm. But that's like the closest. But it doesn't cost them anything really to make no. pupusa. No. Insane. I think that's like the closest that you'll get to finding some type of special like that. More places should do that though. I think we should support more small businesses. There was a thing that I saw the other day that it was like for any new business owners, we should start doing like business baby showers where everybody gets together and like supports connects I thought that was pretty cool that is a good idea that gonna help a lot but you also have to be good yeah well obviously yeah if you want to keep the clientele but like be good. for the initial like confidence of like I'm, I'm here I'm trying to do something to feel the support from other people I feel like is good and then hopefully from word of mouth it'll keep growing and, and then your product or service will carry you throughout the rest well that's what you hope for right because there's a lot of places that come out here confident and they talk this big game and then you try their product and the product is trash that's how or, or they're pricey well they're pricey because they're, try, they're, they're trying to like break even right so like they just mm-hmm. put this much money into it so now they have to like upcharge you a little bit and hope that in the next six months they break even enough where they can lower their prices or they do well enough where they don't have to change their prices. Places like those bother me. <laughs> why would you change? Why would you take a, a a loss? Places like those are greedy. Just to even out to the rest of the market. But see, they bother me because I have hope that they'll come more towards my price range, and they no. never do. You'll never be able to walk into a store ever again in your life with a dollar, get two bags of pizza, uh, two bags of chips. And two teenies ever again in your life. Your kids, our kids, will never be able to live that, and possibly get a a, a bubble with an extra ten cents in your pocket. That's very true. That will never happen again. That's very true. Even though they could, because the price of those items have slightly gone up, but not slightly, very much so. A bag of chips now is a dollar fifty, dollar seventy-five. But the, the chips cost, alone, the cost to make it has not changed much. No, it's just that yeah. They realize that they could charge more and you're still going to pay it. Again, it's green. But that's why cost of living goes up 2% every year. Fuck that. I'm not cut out for that. <laughs> we just go to Canada. I told Sarah all the time we should go to Canada. Canada's going through the same cycles. Probably yeah, but they not, at least have universal. Fast. They have universal healthcare. Every other country besides the US and most Central American countries have, don't have universal healthcare. That I know of. Yeah. If our state representative hears this, push for universal health care. The middleman's getting fucked. No. AKA me. Big Pharma cares too much for the money they're making off of it. Yeah, well, Big Pharma can suck it. Mm, I guess. Now you got me uptight. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
just reality. I don't know. Damn it. I don't know how this is all going to change. If it will ever change. Hope it changes. The only way I see it changing is if the, the social movements that we saw towards the middle of the pandemic, if they were to carry out and you just saw like a complete just like upheaval. Like I'm talking like straight up just like dethroning the mm -hmm. system that's in place right now. That's the only way I can see it happening. A reset is what you were saying? I'm not even... Yeah. That's a reset. That's, is it a reset? It's not even a reset because a reset like you press the button and you hold 10 seconds and hope it works out. Well, this is a societal reset that... This is more like your TV's acting up and you're like take the plug out and say fuck it and then you like put it in a different plug. We've gone too far off the deep end. I'm just saying. We, we gotta come back to the, to the other flat part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> You brought us here. You said I, Big Pharma. Listen, I, Big Pharma sets me up. We always go down these tangents. <laughs> we never know where it's going to end up. And I, I'm pulling us back. <laughs> Big Pharma just sets me up. Just saying. I, I still don't know how my health insurance works. I do. You know I have no idea. You don't, don't use it. You don't use it? See, I use it. Uh, no, I don't use it. I, don't I, 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 use, I use Yeah, no, I use it. I use it for my preventative care. That's pretty much it. See, I have I have Adrian under mine, so no. I use his one and I use mine. I think right now. No, no, no. They they give me incentives for going to do my physical and stuff, so that's that's cool. But if you ever actually like when I was in that car accident, yeah, the amount that it cost for them to have me, they literally had me. I got into a motorcycle accident. We were gonna go play basketball. I got I was on my motorcycle and I got hit off the road. Not at fast speeds, but it still knocked me out. I was probably in the hospital maybe like four hours. Those four hours with whatever they test they did while I was unconscious turned out to be like $18,000. Oh my God. And it was literally four hours. I came to, I woke up. They were like, you know, you're fine. All these tests came back negative. Um, do you want us to call anybody? Called my mom. They came and picked me up. Got back in like four hours. Got home. Got a bill, 18K. Jesus. And that was paid by the other, obviously it wasn't my fault. Right. But they, for like, these insurance companies, the money's just moving amongst themselves. It's, and you don't even understand why. But there's a reason why they give you tiers, right? Like, they give you like the, the basic, the middle, and then like the premium, right? Like, I have premium just because like my son's on mine. So I want to make sure that like if anything comes up, he has the most coverage possible. You know what I mean? Like, that's just like future-proofing. I call it future-proofing. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't get it. I just do that, just because in my head it's like if if something major comes up, like in your example, if yeah. it's gonna be eighteen thousand worth of medical bills, you cover fifteen, I'll cover three. You know what I mean? Like that's that seems fair to me. Yeah, if my I'm insurance paying this is much, like I have a deductible, and every, anything over that deductible they have to cover. I think I have like a two thousand dollar deductible. Which, oh, that's not bad. But I don't. I don't know. That's reasonable. But I don't use it. Like, I've never had to use it. Yeah, but still, I guess in the long run of things, if you have, like, yeah. I, I mean, they're, I don't know. If anybody out there can explain to me how my health insurance works, please let me know. I use Cigna. What do you use? I have Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm fancy. Yeah, you're fancy. Gives me dental and vision. <laughs> I use Aetna. Aetna for that stuff. So, we're covered, no matter what. But, anyway. Yeah bringing it back so as a kid I never thought about it thought about what my health insurance 
Oh no, because you were just like, "Mom, I'm sick." Yeah, growing up, it was just like you gotta go to the doctor's office, give your name, walk in. That's it. Walk out. Mm-hmm. Mm. At some point, you know what that was? At some that point, wasn't health insurance. You didn't think about it because the state was giving you insurance. Yeah, mass that health. Was mass health. Yeah, mass health. Yeah, yeah mass health. Mass See, health. That's, that's different. Covered us until I turned what twenty one. That's when I started receiving those yep. damn letters like you don't have coverage. Yep. You have safety net. And safety net is not a safety net. <laughs> no, it's not. Safety net's a net with a hole in it. Doesn't you give fall you fall right through. And then the school was trying to charge me like the school did charge me. Oh no, I my it. my master I had to for my master's program. I had to take the school's insurance because I wasn't paying for my companies because I was like, fuck that. They want like $200 every two weeks. Oh. And then the school was like, if we just put an extra 4000 on your tuition for the year, you can have health insurance. And I said, that's going to my student loan anyways. Why the fuck do I care? So I put it on there for the first two years. I would have still tried to waive that shit. If you waive it though, you get hit with the fees at the year. It's a whole thing. It's just a whole thing. I don't know. We got real adult for a second. I'm stressed. I'm talking real adult situations. Time. It's like flashbacks, isn't it? Yeah, I remember getting that letter. So stupid. I didn't understand what safety net was. And the and to call these one eight hundred numbers is the worst. I I hate automated systems. Frustrating. It's only a matter of time before they send you like a projection of someone. That'd be cool. This whole new like uh, digital health environment we're in telehealth telehealth that's what it is <laughs> telehealth it's pretty cool <laughs> I mean I guess for your physical and stuff you still have to go in because they have to check you know for stuff but I got a physical at the end of this month actually that I have to um, go into I don't think I have a physical until the end of the year yeah I gotta go in there I gotta talk about my knee man see that's what happens when you get old too Every week okay. I wake up with like a new, a new pain. I'm not there yet. I'm not. I can say I'm not there yet. I it's don't just, have these random pains that you had. It's just I don't know, man. Whenever I think about you and pains, I always think back to that time you you had, and I'll never remember your injury, your hairline frank fracture on your shin. Listen, <laughs> it was a fracture. That time right. was hilarious. It was a fracture. It was a hair. They say it right. No, they, they told you it was a hairline fracture. No, no, no. no. The doctor came in and said <laughs> you fractured your tibia. It's a hairline fracture. You, I, right. I didn't make this up. He, you came out and told us it's a hairline fracture. Yes, because the doctor initially came in and said it's a fracture. You have a fractured tibia, and I said I knew it. <laughs> and then he came back with the paperwork and the paperwork said hairline fracture alright so he wanted to minimize my injury to make me feel better fracture. no he minimized it to yeah. make me feel better because <laughs> that's what they do alright <laughs> those those what was it how long was it was it six weeks eight weeks I don't know dude but we all, we were all baffled the way because we we were playing basketball at an indoor court that we most of these to. injuries happen through basketball yeah yeah they do but like maybe we should stop playing basketball no I can't it's my only cardio at this time <laughs> and I don't even have that right now like, but I remember I remember you just like going up for a, a shot or or going for a rebound you literally just left the ground and came back 
And I, when I hit the ground, it, it, it popped, bro. Nobody was, was there. Nobody was there. There was a pop. <laughs> my leg popped, and I hit the ground because I was like, I can't move. And then I'm like, can you? And I thought I thought it was your ankle because that that was. My I thought ankle. it was my ankle too. That was my normal injury. So I'm like, yo, if you can move your foot, you're good. Let's keep going. I thought it was uh, my ankle too. Without, do without. I thought it was. So you know what's funny about that? So when I I got in the car, right? I still drove myself home. Got home and I had to go upstairs. So I'm going upstairs. And it's just like crazy pain. And I get into the shower, I get out the shower, my mom's in the kitchen, and like I'm like hobbling, dude. Like I I can't walk on my on my left leg. Like I'm hobbling. And my mom's like, what happened? I was like, I, I hurt my leg. She goes, that bad that you can't even like put weight on it? I was like, yeah. I was like, I felt a pop. She goes, a pop? I was like, yeah, I felt a pop. She goes, we gotta go to the hospital. I said, why? She goes, you never know, like broke something or if like it's just like a severe sprain or whatever alright cool go to the hospital and they take the x-ray as soon as they take the x-ray I told mom I was like I just hope it's not broken I was like we're gonna play in like three days I just wanna be able to go play ice it be good doctor comes in so you have a fracture in your tibia <laughs> I literally laid down I said fuck <laughs> I was like <laughs> bro and I'm still in school at this point like I'm over at North Shore and yeah. I have to like use crutches to like get to my classes and I gotta leave like my note. You had the boot too. I had the boot. I had to give a note to all my professors like, hey, I gotta leave five minutes early to get a head start to get to my next class so I can make it in time. Oh. <laughs> like, on the little, I've always seen the people with the, with the leg injuries with the little bicycle for the knee. You just roll around with. You gotta pay for that. That's hell though. You had insurance then. At that point? No, man. You gotta pay for that. You had bad health at the time. But I'll never forget that, though, going around. I, it was, like, one of the most embarrassing things to have to walk up to the professors, give them this little note that said, I need to be excused five minutes early. And then I look at the clock. Class ends at 10.50. I get up at 10.45. And you just see me, like, excuse me. Hopping. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Like, making my way down a whole row of people. Was that your only, like, fracture-ish type? No. I broke my big toe. When did you break your big toe? I got out of bed. Was that after or before? That was before. I was like maybe... How the hell did you break your big toe? You just jumped out of bed? Yeah. You should probably stop leaving the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only correlation I hear right now is stop leaving the ground. Yeah. I was like 12 years old and I got out of bed and I shit you not, my foot for whatever, like my big toe hit the ground and it like twisted under my foot somehow. And it just, like, oh, popped. Gross. It just popped. So what did you do? You just popped it back in? I didn't have to. You just popped it by itself? It just, it just like, popped and then, like, stayed there. And then the doctor was like, it's your toe. It'll heal by itself in two weeks. And it healed by itself in two weeks. I don't even have to put, like, that's cast funny. it, nothing. You just leave it. My, it, my it. only fracture ever in life was at, at, a, at football practice my sophomore year of high school. And it was the first week of pads. And we were running, uh, we were doing some running back drills where like someone runs the ball and gets hit from like the side. The dude I got on the other end was like some, uh, I don't know if, if CB, do you remember him? No. Um, he's like 220 pounds at the time. I was only like 170 wet. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I take the ball and I run. This dude just like bear hugs me and like 
like lands on top of me while I land on my side and I just hear a pop. So I get up. I had never gotten a fracture or anything broken before in my life. <laughs> so I get up like thinking it was nothing. But like my left arm is numb. <laughs> like it's gone. And I get back in line. At this time, um, I'm I'm really close with Eddie. And I know that Eddie has he was in our, he was in high school with us. And this man has gone through every possible injury there is to have, like, broken ankles, broken fingers, broken arms, everything you could name, every odd injury you could have, this dude probably had had. So I get back in line, and he's right in front of me. I'm like, great, I have a doctor. Let me ask, (laughs) let me ask, doctor right here. He's like, yo, dude, my arm is numb. And I can barely feel my fingers. Should I be worried? He's like, can you move them? I'm like, yeah, I can move all of them. He's like, then you're good. <laughs> I'm like, doctor, thank you for your consult- consultation. I appreciate it. Go back in line. Now it's my turn to hit. I go and I hit. Bro, the moment I hit, I just felt like a stupidly sharp pain. I, I fall with the person. I always I tackle them. And I get up and I'm like, uh, I got to have someone look at this because <laughs> this doesn't feel right. They take me over to the trainer who was over on the sidelines. And I'm like, hey, I got hit. I heard a pop. Like, should I be worried? She's like, take off your pads. And I had like some super tight Under Armour shirt on. As soon as I take off my pads, she's like, uh, is your mom home? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> She's like, you're not even going to take off my shirt. She's like, no, I can see it. And I'm like, what do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, like, she's home. She, I like, literally do- lived down the street from the school. So I called her. And she was like, I, I'm pretty sure you broke your collarbone. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Where the fuck is my collarbone? What the fuck are you talking about? No, no, no. She called it my clavicle. She called it my clavicle. That's the first time I had ever heard that word. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck a clavicle is. You know is. what clavicle is in Spanish? I don't want to know. Clavicula. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I thought this was a joke. No, no, it's a real thing. No. Clavicle in Spanish is clavicula. You know mm-hmm. how I know that? I don't. Because my dad broke his clavicle. Yo, how did he do that? Riding the horse. Oh, but he was probably young. Yeah, he fell off the horse. So it only takes like two point something pounds of pressure to break your clavicle. Mm-hmm. That's what they told us. And I got 250 pounds on it. 220 <laughs> pounds on it. It was enough to fracture it. So, they ended up having to cut off my shirt. Bro, this was an underarm shirt. I was so mad. I was so mad because it was like a good 40 to $50 shirt. I was like, I would have gone through the pain just to take that shirt off. <laughs> like, come on. Like, let me just Especially take in high school, man. Like, you you worked hard for that. I was poor. <laughs> I was so poor. <laughs> you worked hard for that. I'm over here struggling. I'm like, yo, I got to work this amount of time to get this shit. I'm on minimum wage. We're not even over here fighting for $15. We're just trying to get to double digits. <laughs> yeah. And they just ripped my shit off. Bro, collarbone, they, they did whatever they had to do. They were like, it's not bad enough that you need surgery, but if you ever break it again, we're going to have to put a metal plate in. Oh, shit, really? Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. And then they were like, we just got to put you in a sling and like wrap you up for, I think it was like three months. So that was the rest of my summer. Oh, that was literally the rest of my summer that year. I, I was just strapped in. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep like sideways the way I normally did. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It was just the worst. And then, like, whenever you get hurt in our Spanish culture, like, everybody calls in, like, do this, do that. Bro, they had me, uh, someone told my mom that for injuries to your clavicle, what you need to do is breathe into a gallon, uh, a milk jug with water, and you put a hose to it, and you breathe into it. And I'm like, what the, bro, my mom had me breathing for, like, 10 minutes into a jug. (laughs) In a milk carton, in a milk gallon full of like water, and I had to blow into it, and they were like, "This is gonna help the healing," and I'm like, "This sounds like a cardio workout." What are you talking about? What, bro? All of these, all of these medicinal treatments obviously work because eventually you do get better, whether it's because of the the whatever they're telling you to do or the time frame that the doctor gives you. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) But till this day, they'll still look at me and be like, "You remember that?" thing you were bleeding into it made you all better didn't it and i'm like yeah my whole summer was gone of course i was gonna get better i was wrapped up the bone regrew (laughs) we saw the x-rays they were like nope it's because you were doing a little thing taking your teas and i'm like all right whatever Uh, bro teas and vicks my mom always says you gotta drink your tea you gotta rub your vicks that's what it was you gotta spray ankle put vicks on it the mental will be absorbed by your skin and make the cartilage heal no i believe in that one I was like, I believe in that. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I believe. It doesn't. I, honestly, I'd still tell my kid to put Vicks on everything. It doesn't. I do. I it's, for congestion, yes. It's soothing. I'll be like, you got the, a little, you got a little chest cold, yes. The smell of Vicks is just soothing. You I got think a little, that's what it little, is. Little, little sniffle. The, some Vicks on uh, the Vicks just it's like it's like, and now they have a lavender Vicks. Do they? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, I have it upstairs somewhere. I give it to my mom. That's pretty good, bro. Lavender Vicks is game changer. That's pretty good, but um. Yeah, uh, just, just wrapped up, the bone just like regrew around it. So now oh, whenever I whenever I bench, like I'll hear like a crack from my collarbone, randomly. And I'm it doesn't sh- freak you out. I'm sure no, because I know it's just it's just my collarbone was fucked up. That would freak me out a little bit. Now I'm sure. my ankle. Every time I roll my ankle, like not roll it, but like when I try to like twist it. Yeah. I can feel my my ankle pops every time. Yeah, I can do I sprained it, I I sprained can, it so much. Yeah, me too. I can, I can pop, I can crack my ankles. Like it feels it just, good. It does. The only thing that now I'm a little shorter on my left side than I am on my right side, just because of the compression of the bone. Because <laughs> it's because my my your collarbone is like is obviously you know one straight piece of bone. When you fracture it, a fracture is the compression of the bones coming together and causing the fracture. So when you jumped up in the air. Your bone came down, and it caused the hairline fracture. Mine came down sideways, so the bone literally cracked and slid under itself, and then it the bone, uh, and then the bone regrew around it. So I still have a bump right there with my coll- like where my collarbone. Is that why you always stand to the right of me? Mm. To make up for that quarter inch difference. It's not a quarter inch. <laughs> yeah, no. No, there's no reason to stand. To- it's because I'm a gentleman. That's why I stand on the right of my, my people. <laughs> uh, bro, it was yeah, it was just like the craziest thing, dude. It, I don't know. Oh, I... I don't know. It was something. Injuries are the worst. And I, I told this day, like every time I see Eddie, I'm like, you remember that advice you gave me? I was good, wasn't I? <laughs> bro, that trainer's face was like, is your mom around? <laughs> what are you talking about, lady? Like, why? Ah, bro. 
See, I've never had, like, a contact injury, though. That's the craziest thing. Every injury I've ever sustained, no one's been around me. Uh, yeah. That's the craziest shit. It's always been, like, my body just, like, turning on itself and saying, like, it's your time. Even my ankles, it's always me landing on someone. Yeah, uh, bro. Every time I've landed on somebody, my ankles never turn the way your ankles turn. Every time I've gotten a sprained ankle, it's because I'm coming down by myself. There's nobody within a solid, like, foot and a half around me. I'm just coming down by myself, and it just, like, hurts. I think it's just bad luck. It's the craziest thing in the world. And there's been, like, there's been times where, like, I've fallen... And I'm like, I should have broken something. Like, mm-hmm. nothing. Nothing. Knock on wood, that doesn't happen again. But. I've come to understand why it happens to me, though. I do feel like over time, you don't heal as quickly as you used to. You don't. Which is insane. Because, like, don't. growing up, we used to hop fences. We used to, like, do all this kid shit. Scrape, like, off bike accidents. Heal within two weeks. Bro, I still have scabs from, like... From just dinging myself on a piece of wood outside. That's true, man. I went I, when I was a kid. and I was maybe like ten years old at my aunt's place, and it was I was playing with my cousins, and we jumped over a fence, and there was a nail sticking out of the fence, and when I jumped, I came down on the nail, like it's in my leg right here, like a, the nail went in here, and I felt it, and I saw it, and I looked at it, and I said, "Shit!" I pulled my leg out. Bro, there was still, like, meat attached to the nail. I know that's gross. That's I'm sorry. Gross. There is. I know. But there was, like, still, like, meat attached to the nail. And I just kept running. And I went to my dad. And I was, like, a nail went inside me. <laughs> and, like, there's still, like, stuff hanging on it. Like, am I okay? <laughs> my dad looks at it. He goes, just wash it off. You're You'll fine. be fine. Put a bandaid on it. You're still moving. I think you're fine. So, mind you, my mom was working. And she didn't get home from, like, till like, 3 o'clock in the morning that night. So, the next morning... I told my mom, I'm like, ma, like a nail went into me, like I jumped a fence, there's still a part of me back there, like, look at it now, and my mom looks at it, and it's like a gaping hole, and my mom loses her shit on my dad, because <laughs> she's like, there's a hole in your son's leg, why didn't you take him to the hospital? <laughs> I mean, what did they give you? They didn't take me to the hospital. Oh, yeah. At no, this point, I my mom went... was like, I got to go to work. And my dad was like, I do too. And they nah. were like, you got to go to school. It just it just healed. Like, yeah, eventually, it, it closed up. But it was like, damn. Over time, it would just heal. It was just like the craziest thing. I feel like that's a lot of my injuries, though. A lot of my injuries were like, you're fine. Just wash it off and put a bandaid on it. I usually didn't even, like, announce my injuries. They just happened, and then I just keep moving. I don't know, man. I've had some pretty gnarly ones. I had this one, too, here. On my hand, playing basketball, again. What was that one? I uh, I tripped, and this was at, this was back at my dad's place. When he had just put up the basketball hoop. Yeah. And he didn't know how to like properly secure it, so what he did was that like, he put up like pieces of wood around it to be able to like hold it sturdy. So he put the wood, no, he put the pole in the middle, wood around it, in his eyes to help keep it stable, right? Like keep it straight, and he tied the wood around it. To the to, to the, the pole. To the metal pole, right? And, like, to the metal (laughs) pole set in the concrete. And I'm playing with my cousin. And I still think to this day my cousin did it because I was beating his ass. But he pushed me a little bit going up, and I (laughs) fell. And a piece of the wood went into my hand. And, again, like, meat was hanging out. And this time, my dad was like, all right, I got to take you to the hospital. Because if what happened last time happens again, my mom's going to beat me. So I went to the hospital, and I got stitches. That's the only time I got stitches. Is in this hand right here. And now they have the liquid stress, so you wouldn't even... I know, I missed out on that. Though. You could buy that over over the counter now, too. 
the craziest part is that when the doctor was doing this one, he gave me the, the what did they call it, the anesthesia? Yeah. He like put it in. He gave me like three solid shots, right? Put it in. He said that we're gonna wait ten minutes. He comes back, and he takes his needle, and he puts it through, and I was like, "Am I supposed to feel that? Because I just felt you go all the way through." <laughs> the doctor goes, "Oh, oh shit!" No. Gives me like another two shots. Those, I mean, I had a lot of injuries growing up, but it was all minor scrapes. Um, my one of my one of my he's old enough to be like an uncle, but he was he's a, my one of my cousins. He came he came to this country when he was nineteen or something, and I was like eleven, twelve. So he grew up with us. Yeah. And like, we used to like ride our bikes around the street. So he was new to the country, so he didn't really know anybody and friends. So he would just hang out with us. We were riding our bike down the street and we hit a, a turn and this dude ate a bush, literally like ate like a six foot tall bush, landed face first into it. His whole face was scratched up. Oh my God. Like his whole arm was scraped up. Bro, I remember because they were like, they were like, someone has to go with them to the doctor's. And they looked at me because, like, you always had to go translate. <laughs> so I always had to go translate. So when we got to the to the clinic, they were like, what happened? <laughs> and I'm just like, I went down the street. I hit my brakes. And I did a gnarly, like, little... Little skirt. Little skirt. <laughs> and when I look back, he was gone. Like... That bush ate him, or he ate the bush. I don't know. So they were like, "Oh, he just fell off his bike." Pretty much. <laughs> but My I, version's yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. I still hit that. My version's better. I still hit that skirt, skirt. <laughs> uh, this dude got stitches. He had like, um, he got, he didn't have any stitches on his face, but it was just like a bunch of like scabs that came out. Yeah. Bro, I, I, I don't know why. Like, how does that happen over time? You, your body just doesn't... I don't know. I feel like it's your body's way of telling you, like, think about it. Slow down? Yeah. It's your body's way of saying, like, so I'm going to leave this here for a while so that you can think about what you did. It's like the ultimate punishment. When you're old, though? Not when you're a kid? Yeah. When you're a kid, you're like, you don't have to think about you. You can do it again. When you're a kid, I think your body's saying, like, uh, you did this. This hurts. However... I'm going to give you three more chances to see if you learned your lesson. And then by the time you hit that third chance, when I you're like 20, and your body's like, all right, this is it. Now you have this for a month instead of a week. Then you're like, all right, maybe I should. Like, I have know. no idea how I'm going to react when one of our kids comes in with an injury. I'll probably react with your dad. Put a band-aid on it. You still moving? Can you still move it? All right, we're good. <laughs> yeah, dude, my dad was such an underreactor, man. This is just crazy. But, but that's how I am for any of my injuries. Like, I had a nail going to, like, when we first moved to this house, I still have a scar. I was I was uh, demoing this area here, and one of the nails went in through the side of my leg, and it wouldn't stop bleeding. So I had, I didn't want to go to the doctor's office. There's no way. I'm not going to the hospital for this shit. Uh, I can still move it. <laughs> I think that's, that's the basis. If you can still move it, it's okay. They went to get me, like, a first aid kit. They got me the liquid band-aid. And then they got me that powder. That, uh, what? It's like a... It's like... Um, Disinfecting powder, or...? Um, it's a co- coagulating powder. Coagulating powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a word. So, if you ever watch, like, an action movie, 
Uh, there's one movie. I, oh, I was, oh, and they put it on top of you, and, and then they, put, they plug, they put the morphine on you afterwards. Yeah, but the powder like so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sizzles, yeah, yeah. And it expands. Yo, they had to use a whole thing of it on because it wouldn't stop bleeding. So I had to dump a whole thing of powder and then wrap it. I should have probably gotten stitches. This scar probably wouldn't look as bad, but yeah, I always think like if I was a kid, this shit would probably heal back like nothing. Yeah, but now I got a full freaking scar. That's how it is, dude. That's literally how it is now. It's literally what it is. What was it? Like, what was it? When we were playing in that rec league, and I got scratched here, and there's a scar. It looks like I got sliced with a blade. It was a dude's nail, but my body was just like no. I don't know why your body does that to you. It starts letting you down over time. Old age, man. I, it's literally like thinking to when I'm 21, and then seeing someone at the dirty 30. You always think, like, that's not going to be me. Six years down the line, you're like, oh, shit. Fucking shit, I'm 27. That is me. I'm already there. I get excited thinking about retirement now, bro. Nah. That's how crazy it is. (laughs) What are you going to do for retirement? Bro, I'm going to sit on my front porch, drink beer, and tell all the kids to fuck off. Nah, That's I wanna I wanna have little Airbnb spots randomly, different areas, and just leave. So my goal is to retire by the time I'm fifty. I'm going for forty five. That's my goal. Which is like everybody thinks I'm crazy. Even fifty, probably people still think you're crazy. But people do think I'm crazy. They're like, how are you gonna do that? I'm like, well, the goal is you just get a little investment property, right? And just be able to be like self sufficient to the point where like once you hit fifty, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Keep you just. Up. I had a client when I first started in banking. He was uh, he started buying properties when he was 21. He was already, by the time I had met him, this was like five years ago, he was already like 37. So he, he started buying properties when banks didn't check anything. Right. He just showed up, told them he wanted a mortgage. And they're like, okay, here you go. So crazy. What are the qualifications? And fortunately for him, he was able to keep that initial property and buy another one too but when I met him he had four properties in Charlestown in Charlestown yeah I'll say they're worth each easily over a million oh he split he lives in one of them which is a three family and he he kept it as a three family the other two were like two and three and four families that he split into condos ooh and then and then he was like yeah I just I just live off the uh, off the rent and then I do part time at the MBTA for the benefits that's so like, crazy. So what's your hours? He's like, I do 15 to 20 hours a week at the MBTA. You know, they give me insurance. Good. That's so crazy. You're good, chilling, you're genius. That's so crazy. See, that's my goal, though, by the time I'm 50. Be like, you know, yeah. I'm going to have my little, you know, IRA over here. Keep a little money going in there until I'm 65 so I can touch it. Cash out my 401k. Live off the investment properties. Be good. Be able to go have a beer on the weekend with my kids. You know what I mean? I don't know. We're looking into these, um, the van life on YouTube. If anybody's looking into that. The what? They're, um. Oh, they convert the, the, the mobile tra- homes? The trans, no, it's not the full mobile home. It's like, uh, the transit va- vans, like the Amazon vans that you see everywhere. Oh, yeah, like the Astro vans. Yeah, but like, there's like, there's different heights to those vans. So there's the high, the tall ones. That, like, when you walk into them, you can actually stand up straight. Those have been converted into, like, 
small mobile homes. Essentially, I need you to keep telling the people about this. Why? I gotta go pee. Oh my god! I gotta take dude, a pee break. This dude's been shaking over here. <laughs> <to pee. laughs> I've been trying to hold it. He's been rocking back and forth. Keep telling about the Astro Van though. But yeah, we've been watching some of these uh, van lifers. Dude, they um, they convert. The, so the front cockpit area stays the same. Passenger van, like they set up a new seat, which can be like rotated back so that you can view the back end of the van. Put a little kitchen, a little mini fridge, a full bed or a convertible bed, whatever you want. Some of these have like full bathrooms um, with, you know, toilet, shower. And the the work that goes into them is insane because everything has to be custom made to these so and they're getting to be pretty big right now because uh, a lot of people are trying to travel, go go cross country or like the one we've been watching, they actually went overseas. Uh, and because of the pandemic, they had to come back. They're from Canada. So they left their van wherever they were located at the time and then rebuilt another one. Dude. Dumb things. Dumb things are beast. And uh, we, went, we went car shopping couple days ago or not another couple days it's been months actually um and i saw some and i they were priced really well but they weren't they weren't the tall ones i hadn't noticed that they weren't the right height this dude's back (laughs) you know how like you try to hold it but then it gets to that point where like if you stop moving you're literally gonna like feel a little squirt just come out <laughs> a little, little bit of inkling is just gonna come out. That's where I was at, and it was like I, I tried. That's why I was rocking back and forth. No, I kept going like you were still here. <laughs> I can appreciate that. So now I need you to keep going like you heard everything I said. <laughs> yeah, so they were in Europe, and they made vans, <laughs> and one of their measurements was off. Their shoes, <laughs> close enough. That's Europe. what I picked up on. Some things are beast. Like we, we're looking to get one and possibly do it, but like. Just, like, when you go on weekend trips or whatever. Because, like, you have a full kitchen. You have a bed. You have bathroom if you need yeah. it. Um, and they have... There's places where you, like... it's You treat it like an RV, right? You just plug yeah. it into the RV, set it up to whatever. You can set up solar panels to these so that you're self-sufficient for yeah. a few days before you have to connect back to something. Yeah. But... Yeah, I've, cool. I've thought about doing something like that, too, man. There's, there's a lot of shit that I'd like to do. The main issue always it always comes down to like finances. the finances and the the logistics. I think like for something like that, like I would love to do it by myself. But you know, plumbing I feel like I can handle. But once you get into electrical, solar panels, you know, I wish there was a way to like make a friend. That's an electrician. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might have one. I'm sure we do, but someone that's gonna invest time into it, like I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's true. That's true. Like I'm, I feel like we do have one. I'm sure we do. Have one. Like that's the dude that I'm talking about. He he just like DIY most of it, and then over time he just got good at it. But yeah, but electrical is something that I don't really like to mess with. Electrical is like a whole another beast. I mess with it. I mess with, like with the basics, like light fixtures, outlets. Basic switches in the house, you know. I don't know, man. But, it's freaking the other day. We had a leak from our bathroom to the downstairs neighbor. Wow. So it, it was because we didn't have the uh, what was it, the the overflow, the overflow drain. 
it wasn't we didn't have like the proper fixture on it so when I was taking a bath yes I took a bath don't judge me the water went on the floor and it went underneath no it went through the overflow fixture cause it was like a little tiny 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 opening and when I was in there soaking and getting all prude it like went downstairs so I got a text saying like hey there's like a huge leak in my bathroom so I was like okay like is everything okay and they were like yeah except that like my outlet is making like a a buzz, a, a buzz. and I was like okay so it's just like it did its job, right? Like, it yeah. stopped it from, from shorting out. And I, I don't do electrical, bro. I, I just, I hate electrical. So, yeah. my dad comes over, and I was like, you know, so you know, like, the outlet did its job, and, like, it shorted itself out so that nothing would, would happen. And my dad's like, all right, cool. So, he's there, and, you know, he's, like, taking it off, and he's, like, fucking with the wires, and I'm like, you don't want to turn the breaker off? No. Like, it's still live. Do you have gloves on? No. I'm like, I'm like, it's still live. Like, you don't want to turn the breaker off, you know what I mean? Like, just cut the power. Um, He's like, ah, it's fine. I've been doing this for 20 years. 20 years. I've never, ever gotten. The moment he said never, ever gotten, he got got shocked. And all you heard is, fuck. (laughs) I was like, this is why I tell you, man. I feel like everybody should get hit with 120 volts real quick. It's not that bad. I got hit with it in fifth grade. It's not bad. That shit sucks. What would you do? You put a fork in an outlet? No. I can see you being one of those. I didn't put a fork in an I, outlet. What'd you put? I put my pinky. Uh, so. see. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put a fork in a pinky. There's a reason that all these outlets have the little plastic covers. <laughs> you are the reason. <laughs> Bro, the best part is that I was in class too. Oh my God. I was in class. And then this was like, what happened if you touch it? I was like, I don't know put my pinky in and I just felt the jolt and I was like who the hell was the dude that talked you into doing that I don't remember the names now what an asshole <laughs> <laughs> he's probably wealthy as fuck right now if he talked to you to do some shit like that probably <laughs> yeah probably no I, I think every, like at least they're in the basics That that's the other thing we're starting to see now is that like we went through the the American school system with that, which our parents didn't and like a lot of what I learned, I really didn't get to use. Like again, even though in school you're being told like, you're never gonna have a calculator to do math with. And I'm like, yeah, I, I do. I have like a supercomputer in my pocket. Why the fuck is the Pythagorean theorem thought? The Pythagorean theorem, theory, whatever it is. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Who needs to know that in real, like in what real life situation you're gonna apply that to? I think just the square aspect of it. In what and where, how? I mean, there is times where I, I like you're trying to figure out certain measurements, but that's that's so you do a squared plus b squared will get me to c no, squared. No, no, but you you do square footage. I think that's more like that applies like the mathematics behind all of it makes sense to like someone that does that, like carpentry, some type of construction, where they have to figure out certain dimensions of a space. That I can understand, but then I, I agree with you though. Where like there's certain things that like. I don't know. Sarah went to a trade school, right? That's where I'm like, I, I, our trade school maybe wasn't the same as Sarah's trade school. Yeah. Hers was probably better. But I, I, I don't see why people knock on it. Like, it, yeah. So that, that's what Sarah said. So Sarah, Sarah went to a trade school and she went in for carpentry. You know what I mean? So Sarah can fucking build a whole house her, 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 herself. You know what I mean? So much more fulfilling. And she's, she's always said that, like, she, if given the choice, she'll push the kids to go to a trade school. Because if they don't want to go to college, at least they walk out with a trade that yeah. they can just jump into the workforce with. And and 
having gone through just like a traditional public school, I have to agree with her. Where I would be like, yes, I, I would want to push them to go to, to a trade school. Like, at least that way you have something that you can fall back on. Worst case scenario, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, yeah, no, we, like, obviously they're going to have to go to school. It's a part of societal norms to go to school. Yeah, but get I don't, it, right? I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to homeschool. But, like, when they get home, I still want to teach them something that should have been taught in school. Taxes. Taxes would have been great. Taxes. How to Fucking retirement plans would have been great. Retirement, mortgages. Investment accounts would have been great. If I started investing when I was 18, I would have been good. I would have been happy as you, shit right now. You could have started investing when you were 18. But I didn't know that that was an there option. There was no interest in it. I didn't, right. I didn't yeah. know that that was an option. So I we, didn't know that if you told me at 18... You save a thousand bucks. We also didn't know at 18. Well, no, I did know that savings was a thing. I just didn't. There was no like emphasis on it. (laughs) No, there was in my family, there was always an emphasis in saving. But I didn't, you know, I had a small, you know, fast food job where like I was making enough to give myself certain luxuries, shoes, clothes, and that's all it covered. I tried to save, but like wasn't making enough. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna teach my kids that the moment you turn 18, you open up an investment account. The moment you turn 18, you do that. Because if you can save a thousand bucks in 18, and then you're 25, you're looking at it, and all of a sudden you're sitting on 10 G's. I just want my kids to understand that anything that they do, that they truly enjoy doing, they can make a lot of money in, just by becoming the best at it. Becoming the best at what you do, you you in this time, like you could literally start a YouTube channel. Yeah, and, and make and millions of dollars off of whatever. Yeah, make a, a following and then sponsorships and make money. I'm about to start doing that shit with Abe. Abe likes to open up my Pokemon cards. You know how many streamers he sees that open up Pokemon packs, and no. these people get millions of views for them opening up a card and going. <gasps> you set up a GoPro right above his head as he's opening them. I don't need to. That's all it is. I don't even need to invest that. I got my phone. I got Sarah's phone. Yeah, but it's it's a it's better it's a better angle when you do it above. I that see like that's that's the stuff that I want I want Emilia to learn is like all the little all the little um in the stuff that, yeah like little things that you can learn just by attempting it in the digital age that we live all you gotta do is Google something to learn how to do it oh yeah like, oh yeah. That's something they didn't teach you at school. But I feel like that's, that's a benefit that we have, though. That we're curious by nature. You know what I mean? So I think that's something that could benefit them. Because it's never going to be one of those, like, oh, I don't know. So you'll be like, let's look it up. And let's, like, see what the process will look like. You know what I mean? It's never going to be one of those, like, oh, I don't know. And it just ends there. I still want to get a 3D printer. A 3D printer would be dope. They're only, like, four or five hundred bucks. A 3D printer would be great. I just don't know how to play with the 3D printer. There's certain stuff that at my point, at my age, like I just don't care for learning. Social media, don't care much for learning. Like you know, all the different like, like all these social media platforms and like all the things you can do on them, don't care for learning. But in this day and age, you have to have some type of like. Yeah, but like, I don't want to learn how to do a, a, a random video with me doing all these weird effects or putting shit on my face like for those of you that don't know he just bashed tiktok no and snapchat <laughs> it's not it's a cool like it's cool to watch 
I'm not. I, I'm not gonna say I don't watch like TikToks and 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 Snapchats, obviously, but like I I don't care for learning how to do any of that. Yeah. But I'm sure our kids are. Like I just don't understand how these like Instagram people like they invest so much time. Like the last time I remember investing any time in any type of platform is like MySpace. Making your top eight. And and just finding the coding needed to do something to the page. The background, yeah. That that's the last. After that, I was like, this shit's dead. I don't want to learn another one. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how it's true. been. Like, I use social media just like for news and stuff, like world news. But you also use social media to advertise this platform, which is coming <laughs> soon. To yeah, a social I mean, media platform near you, by like, the way. I hope that like the people around us will help us because I don't know. Are you out there? Like you, you got a quick tutorial that I can watch. That's nope. They just have to look for us on Instagram, which will be coming soon. We're not on Twitter yet, just because I've never really. I been tried Twitter. Twitter. I don't know how to do it. I've never been a Twitter person, but like, what do you tweet about? I don't know. What's captivating enough for me to? What do you call it? Tweet. Tweet. Wow, wow, that's it. <laughs> wow, that's so easy. <laughs> that's so easy. It's you tweet on Twitter. I guess that's all I, it is. I tried it for like a week. But we will be trying social media platforms soon. So like, well, you know, we'll oh, be going you know live on Facebook. It, uh, I aiming in AOL. That was that was like tweeting. Aim. Aim. Yeah, yeah. You used to put the little music lyrics. Is oh, that, for your away message. Is that is that like tweeting? Bro. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. It is. I guess so. Bro, yeah, I, I guess, guess we, like, yeah. I can do this. I guess we were tweeting before tweeting became what it was. Oh, man. But, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of shit. Yeah. A lot of different shit. We're, we're going to grow with this, with this new venture that we're on. I don't think we have a choice. Yeah, we have to. We got to stay relevant to the people. Yeah, stay relevant to our children. Not so much the children because they're little. Bro, they're well, gonna, Abe, Abe's older, nah, but dude, they they didn't catch on to all this so fast. Um, like I, we always thought about like our parents don't know how we're doing certain things on the computer and everything. Yeah, I can only imagine what's gonna come out for their generation. Yeah, I know. Like, That's crazy. Mind blown. Kind of excited though. I saw a video of like one of the original Power Rangers watching, rewatching an original video, like sh- uh, episode from the first Power Rangers. Yep. And how like to like morph, they talked into the watch. Yep. And they were like, we didn't realize at the time that that would actually be a thing one day. <laughs> As he's pointing at his Apple, his Apple watch. watch. To be able to like the voice the text and everything. Like, yeah. Imagine as a kid knowing that that shit's actually. I I spent some money on on, on one of those like morphing devices when I was a kid. If I'd known, I'd save the money for an Apple Watch. And that, you know what? That's a good topic. She was like thirty bucks. Kid shows then versus now, because the kid shows now are shit. I don't watch the kid shows now. Well, you don't have a reason to, yet. But I've been watching them for the last three years because able when I came into Abel's existence, Abel was three. So he was still watching like the Peppa Pigs and the Paw Patrols and everything. You know, and, and I, can, I can speak from experience that they are not where they should be. 
Like, I mean, I, I can talk from experience with my little brother. Like, I don't... The door, the Explorer, the Wiggles. The Wiggles were the creepiest shit to me, always. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were always so... Because you yeah. could tell. And one of them always, like, as One of them got hit with a pedophilia charge. But one of them, like, during that time frame, one of them, his hair turned gray. From how stressed and he was? I don't know what it was. But they still kept, like... Bro, this is a kid show and your hair's gray. You're supposed, like... <laughs> Why did nobody in the production team be like, hey, we might want bro, to Bro, they had a it. banger, though. Hot potato, hot potato. No. Bro, that song was... That's not a, that's not their song. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Hot potato, hot potato? That's the Wiggle song. No. It's a Wiggle song, guaranteed. That, that's a remake from, no. like, some other child children's mm, song. I don't know, man. I heard it first from the Wiggles. Nah, bro. They were always creepy. Nah, I don't know. Creepy as hell. They were, like, thir- in their 30s already talking to children. Like, no. That's weird. That's what everything is, though. That's what and I'm saying. And even the shows now, like, I don't, I don't get it. We're not supposed to get it. They just, they it's just, not for us. they just looked like they were shows made by someone like high off their mind. Because it's our generation. What That's, was our generation? I, I don't know. Apparently, they were high off their mind. <laughs> the concept of the of the episode makes no sense to me. We'll dive into that next time. Yeah, but for uh, now, we'll leave it here. Yeah, people, I'm all worked up. We'll leave it here. So, see how Big Pharma works me up. Kids shows works him up. Yeah. It's okay. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your bodies. Keep on drinking. Don't leave the ground as often. What that damn? <laughs> Fuck. Two dads in a bottle. <laughs> Peace. We're out.